gone, take me away. Do you remember that commercial? There was a woman in a bathtub and Calgon was a soap and there were bubbles all around and she leans back in the bathtub and she's transported to a better place. And so I wonder, where is that better place, especially with all the craziness that's going on today? And the question that came to mind, could it be Pittsburgh? Because Pittsburgh in 2019 was named the third most livable city in the US, just behind Honolulu and Atlanta. So could it be Pittsburgh? And to its credit, there were residents in Pittsburgh that questioned, is Pittsburgh livable for all of its residents? The Pittsburgh Gender Equity Commission released a white paper, and the white paper was titled Pittsburgh's Inequality Across Gender and Place. And what it showed was that Pittsburgh was not the most livable place for all of its residents. In fact, Black women fared worse in terms of health, income, education compared to white men in the Pittsburgh area. But what was even more telling was that Black women in Pittsburgh fared worse in terms of health, income, education to other Black women in comparable cities. Yes, you heard me. Um, Compared to other Black women in comparable cities, the women in the black women in Pittsburgh did not fare well. Once this report came out, the question was, well, how do black women fare in other areas? And City Lab, which is a web, web magazine and an urban sociologist performed an analysis of 42 metropolitan areas with over 100,000 black female residents. Specifically, they looked at education, income, and health, health conditions. Taking all of that into consideration, the premise, the premise was that the better the health status, the higher the educational accomplishment and the higher the income, the more livable the area would be. So drum roll, the findings were interesting. In terms of health outcomes or health status, out of the 42 metropolitan areas that were looked at with over 100,000 black female residents, Greensboro, North Carolina was the number one. When looking at educational accomplishment, again, among these 42 metropolitan areas, Washington, D.C. was number one. And in terms of income, Washington, D.C. was number one. When they did a composite of all of these three, Washington, D.C., 
scored the highest, ranked the highest. In terms of livability, um, generally was worse in the Midwestern states and better in the Southern states, particularly North Carolina. But in terms of the ultimate ranking, Washington DC was number one, followed by Boston, followed by Baltimore. given was that at least in Washington and Baltimore there were numerous government jobs and numerous uh, universities and schools and that both of these areas Washington DC and Baltimore had had black female mayors but that being said that's an interesting ranking I live in Philadelphia and Philadelphia ranked in the bottom half so it was it was a uh, interesting findings but it, it the report stressed that the mere ranking didn't necessarily reflect the lived experience of black women in that area which is very interesting because the whole premise was that if she was in a better health state if she had a higher educational level, if she had more income, she would be in an area that was more livable. But then that only goes to show us that it takes more than education and income. And that there is a social construct and that's made of family, friends, and community. Because even if you're healthy, well-educated, and financially secure, if you're alone, without friends, without family, without community, it can be a hard place to be. It can be a hard place to live. Which reminds me of the African proverb, sticks in a bundle are unbreakable. So Calgon, take me away, take me to a better place? I don't think so. I think better is relative. You can make it better. So black women, let's nurture our friends. Let's create our community because sticks in a bundle are unbreakable.